Shalom family. This is Alba's daughter back with another edifying episode. So we are continuing on with the Willie Lynch letter and the making of a slave. This is going to be part two, and we are going to dive into the introduction part of making the slave. Okay. Once again, um, I am sending out a disclaimer um, to all the parents. If you have children who listen to my podcast, it is at your discretion to let them listen to this or not. There are some graphic um, things that are in this book. Um, it's purely educational. Once again, my people need to be educated. Like I said before in the previous podcast episode, I, I recommend this book over and over and over. And yet people seem to still not get it. So I'm going to read this and we're going to expound on every section. That way we can think about what's going on in our community today. And we can finally understand where the problem is because family, it is purely spiritual let's get into it okay this is the introduction to the making of a slave and and it reads let's make a slave it was the interest and business of slaveholders to study human nature and the slave nature in particular with a view to practical results i and many of them attained astonishing proficiency in this direction they had to deal not with earth, wood, and stone, but with men, and by every regard they had for their own safety and prosperity, they needed to know the material on which they were to work. Conscious of the injustice and wrong, they were every hour perpetuating and knowing what they themselves would do. Were they the victims of such wrongs? They were constantly looking for the first signs of the dreaded retribution. They watched, therefore, with skilled and practiced eyes and learned to read with great accuracy the state of mind and heart of the slave through his sable face. Unusual sobriety, apparent abstractions, sullenness and indifference indeed. Any mood out of the common was afforded ground for suspicion and inquiry. Okay, so before I begin, this is what this paragraph is saying. The slave owners were terrified of an uprising from us Hebrew people. I'm going to say this one more time. The slave owners were terrified. T-E-R-R-I-F-I-E-D. They were terrified of an uprising of us Hebrew slaves to the point that they constantly looked for any change, any, anything to indicate something was amiss. They had to learn to study us. Do you not understand what I'm telling you, family? They had to learn to study our facial expressions, our body languages, and anything that was different or out of the ordinary was regarded with suspicion because they were terrified of an uprising because they knew what they was doing was wrong. They knew it. And yet <laughs> they continued anyway. Next paragraph. Let us make a slave. What do we need? First of all, we need a black nigger man. 
a pregnant nigger woman and her baby nigger boy. Second, we will use the same basic principle that we use in breaking a horse. Did you guys just hear what I said? Before I begin, they said, second, we will use the same basic principle that we use in breaking a horse combined with some more sustaining factors. <laughs> Before I begin, you guys, these slave owners saw us as nothing but cattle. We are human beings. If you cut us and you cut them, we all bleed the same color. But they saw us as animals. Let that sink in, please. Continuing. What we do with horses is that we break them from one form of life to another. That is, we reduce them from their natural state in nature. Whereas nature provides them with the natural capacity to take care of their offspring. We break that natural string of independence from them and thereby create a dependency status so that we may be able to get from them useful production for our business and pleasure. I'm telling you right now, I am beginning to struggle with this. I'm trying to keep it together. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it together. Let's break this down. <clears throat> what they did with the horse was they took the horse from being an independent creature and they made it dependent on them. In what way, you ask? They made it dependent to where Everything they did down to the breeding of their children was dependent solely on the owners of the horse. That's the same process they use on our people as Hebrews. Okay. They broke us down. They took away. They stripped us of our humanity. They stripped us of our independency. And they made us to where we were solely dependent on them. Why my people want to procreate with them is beyond my understanding. People talking about, oh, that was years ago. Okay. But the effects... What, what they set out to do is still lasting today. It is only going to take the interference of the Most High to break us from the spell. Because they cast a spell on our people for generations. That's why today we are still having trouble getting it right. That's why we're still having trouble getting it together. It's not because we hate each other. It's not that at all. As a matter of fact, we love each other very much. The problem is it's spiritual. What they did over three, over 400 years ago, 300 years ago, it caused this spiritual. Um, I wish I could get you guys to understand how the spirit works. 
you have your altars, right? You have your altars, your covenants, um, seriously, witchcraft. You have all of these things that happen in the spirit realm. And a lot of it is super effective. Most of it is super effective, right? And it can only be broken by the blood of Yeshua. It can only be broken by the Lord. That's it. There's no other way to break these covenants and altars, these demonic covenants and altars, except through the Lord. Okay. So what these slave owners did to us, Hebrews, okay, was they stripped us of our humanity. And I wanted to repeat that again, because you guys need to understand that they really put us through hell. This is right here is only the introduction to let's make a slave. Okay. So I don't know, this is, um, I'm going to wrap this up. This is the introduction. I'm going to come back with part three and we're going to really get into it. Okay. So with that being said, I love you family and I'll talk to you soon. Shalom. <laughs>